Bernard and Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another terrific Tuesday. Friends, Torch Report 231, how they control the narrative. Today we will be digging into the details of how the global elite are controlling what you think, at least if you let them. If you're unaware of their shenanigans, of their shysty, devious, insidious plot to... I don't know, shape everything about you and enslave you in the global socialist surveillance state, shall we say. Today, friends, as I was saying, the threat of AI-enhanced global censorship is the biggest issue that is not being talked about. So, while everyone is still fretting over who opened the door when the police arrived to find Paul Pelosi wrestling over a hammer with a psychotic hippie who may or may not have been in his underwear, America's own ex-official Ministry of Truth has been busy convening behind closed doors to collude with big tech in a vast scheme to streamline state-sponsored censorship. Friends, this is not a joke. This is not a drill. This is not even funny. This is serious. <laughs> a According to public records brought to light by a lawsuit filed against, uh, quote, President Biden and other top ranking government officials. I mean, they're going straight for the do top dogs here. This lawsuit coming from the uh, the attorney generals, Eric Schmidt, attorney general of Missouri and the attorney general, Jeff Landry uh, of Louisiana. And these guys, again, they're going they're going straight to the top. And by filing this lawsuit, they are bringing to light a lot of information. They're filing a lawsuit for the collective colluding to, quote, censor free speech, including truthful information to COVID, related to COVID-19, election integrity and other topics, all under the guise of of combating misinformation, end quote. With that, friends, we now know that our tax dollars are in fact being used to silence free speech. Every American should be up in an outrage about this. This is not okay. Digging in, as reported by The Intercept, and I quote, DHS's mission to fight disinformation stemming from concerns around Russian influence in the 2016 presidential election began taking shape during the 2020 election and over efforts to shape discussions around vaccine policy during the coronavirus pandemic. Documents collected by The Intercept from a variety of sources, including current officials and publicly available reports, reveal the evolution of more active measures by DHS, period. End quote, friends. They said they disbanded the Disinformation Governance Board, but what they have found here is that the DHS, in collusion with Big Tech and many others, are taking very active measures to silence free speech, to censor free speech, censor free speech. So this is, as has come to light here, this mission to fight disinformation uh, specifically affects elections. So logically speaking, you know, when they say they're going to fight disinformation that's affecting the elections, that would mean that this effort is also directly affecting the elections, does it not? In other words, friends, government agencies are using taxpayer money to censor the information available to voters ahead 
of the elections. And all of this began to really take shape during the 2020 election. You might recall the Hunter uh, Biden laptop, crack pipe Biden's laptop, uh, the whole story getting squashed. It was misinformation. It was just, no, that didn't really happen. He's not really a crackhead, you know, hanging out, smoking crack with prostitutes. Come on, that would be bad for the election. You know, that's why Joe Biden was the most popular president ever elected, was to make sure that his son could get off scot-free for all of his shady shenanigans. Never mind that, friends. This really should be shocking to anyone who claims to value free and fair elections. How are, how are our elections free and fair if public discourse is being manipulated by government censorship and this effort is being paid for with taxpayer dollars? Think about it, friends. Worse yet, as with all government programs, the scope of this state-funded operation has quickly expanded to include censoring of any counter-narrative news about the origins of the Wu flu, dehumanizing medical mandates, emergency authorization of sketchy genetic injections, and other pandemic-related concerns, as well as anything else that might reflect poorly upon the most popular sock puppet president ever elected. Going on here, according to a draft copy of DHS's Quadrennial Homeland Security Review, DHS's capstone report outlining the department's strategies and priorities in the coming years, the department plans to target, quote, inaccurate information, end quote, on a wide range of topics, including the origins of COVID-19 pandemic and the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines, racial justice, U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of U.S. support to Ukraine, end quote. So there you have it, friends. You only get to say what they want you to say, or at least someday that's going to be the case if the government continues to have their way and we let them get away with it. Hence, friends, the importance of sharing the truth with your friends, which is why it is always such a great honor when you share the torch report uh, with everyone you know. Friends, it's, it's, uh, it's good, it's bad, it's ugly what's going on here. It's good that we have States, attorney generals filing high-profile legal cases that are bringing to light these authoritarian schemes. That's good news indeed. But the bad news is the majority of people will never know about this because the masses remain ignorant to their own manipulation due to the fact that mainstream media will not inform them of this ugly truth. Instead, the the you know media establishment is going to go out there. They're going to continue to peddle the state-sanctioned truth and declare that it's trusted news. Friends, there are two points here uh, that I think really need to be emphasized. The first point is that this collusion between the government and big tech, this collusion to censor the flow of information using 21st century tools like artificial intelligence, this is already being deployed at the global level. And I've talked about it a lot. We've got several torch reports that cover this in detail. But the second point I really want to drive home here is that this does not mean it does not mean that all counter-narrative news is immediately going to disappear and be taken down. Why? Because that would be far too obvious, friends. These people are pernicious. They are not stupid. If the global cabal simply removed all public dissent instantly with a single click of a button, which in theory they have the capacity to do, mind you, you know, what would happen if they did that? 
what would happen is the peasants would get pissed, you know? We'd be, what the hell's going on here? If the, if the cabal is being so bold in their tyranny, uh, what will they not do? Maybe it's time we grab the torch and pitchforks and fight back, you know? Maybe, maybe we need to fight back before they come door to door looking for our papers or looking for our hammers or whatever. You know, no, 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 friends, that path might lead to violence. And again, these people are not stupid. You know, they'd rather win without firing a shot or at least without getting shot at or threatened with a hammer. So you have to think strategy. What's their strategy? And in order to kind of wrap the head around the strategy, I think it's it, it would be helpful to frame the possibilities this way. We understand that there is information that exists that counters the approved narrative. You think about COVID-19, you think about the Great Barrington Declaration. Uh, you think about it, what's going on in Russia, Ukraine. You think about the history that's not being talked about, et cetera, et cetera. You know, this information exists that's out there. It counters the narrative. And the more people that view this information, the more people are going to question the narrative. And conversely, the fewer people who view this information, this counter-narrative information, the fewer people are who are going to be questioning the narrative and therefore therefore within that simple framework it is not necessary to completely remove all of the information does that make sense you following me here by reducing the spread of this information by say you know some calculated percent so that the majority of people never see it for example this is how they can control public sentiment now, uh, being an ignorant peasant here, you know, I'm not a coder, but I imagine the programmers who are setting up the machine learning and algorithmic solutions might code in something like this. Say, if 20% of the public is expressing doubt about the narrative, then reduce the circulation of misinformation by 20%, initiate public re-education campaigns, and use light censorship until public support for the state narrative improves. And then, you know, ratcheting it up, if 80% of the public is openly challenging the narrative, then reduce the circulation of misinformation by 80%, launch offensive campaigns to target public influencers and shadow ban and deplatform repeat offenders. You know, all, all the codes, all the algorithmic solutions, all the AI is based on if-then statements. So, you know, these are just a, two hypothetical scenarios whipped up by an ignorant peasant pecking away at his keyboard this morning. But I'm sure the brilliant minds behind the global effort to control the flow of information have a much more sophisticated way uh, of doling out the censorship, shall we say, like maybe letting the AI decide, for example, machine learning. I mean, you know, these are advanced neural networks, etc. It's fascinating what they can do, and we don't even – I mean, how does quantum computing and algorithmic solutions play out on a global scale? I think it's incomprehensible, friends. But here's the thing. To what extent they are already doing this, we will never know. To what extent they're already tipping the scales 20%, 80%, we're not going to know. You know. If they shut it all the way down, it would be obvious. But if they're just reducing the number of people who are getting the information, there is really no way of knowing what they're, you know, how much, how much are they doing that? Except that we know, we know, we know, we know that they are, they have, they are doing this because they've openly declared their explicit intent to do so. And again, at the global level, they've been working at this for a really long time. Now, uh, friends, I believe that they've declared this intent to inoculate the masses 
against uh, any revolt again. They declared their intent to fight disinformation to inoculate the masses against any major revolt against state censorship. So if, if they condition the masses to believe that this is necessary, that misinformation is dangerous, that disinformation is a threat to democracy, you know, when people believe Russian propaganda, Russia, 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 that's going to interfere with our elections. That's foreign interference in our elections. That's why our own government is using state-run propaganda to shore up our elections. Ah, no contradiction there, right? You know, you know the drill, friends. As uh, as keen observers have pointed out, this is despotic, and in its a, in its attempt to marry government to industry to suppress speech, it's literally fascist, and it's clearly unconstitutional to boot. Those words coming from. Ah, Ed Morsey over at hotair.com. You know, that people are, are waking up to this and seeing what's going on. So I think it's important that we keep this in mind. We're just right ahead of the midterms. We need to vote accordingly. There is no doubt that governments around the world are censoring free speech to manipulate political outcomes. There is no doubt that this means the global cabal is actively installing presidential puppets in positions of power all around the world. There is no doubt that these initiatives are intended to advance the global socialist agenda and enslave humanity into a dystopian hell, though few people put it that way. But what remains in doubt, friends, is whether or not enough people speak out against this insidious plot to motivate our elected leaders to publicly campaign against that, against it. Put that in the party platform, you know, we're going to stand up for free speech. We're all against this AI censorship, this government censorship of public discourse. We have to have robust public debate in order to make sure the very best ideas make it to the top, not just these egghead academic, you know, delusions that are completely detached from reality, which is is where we're at right now. Uh, will enough people speak out against this to to motivate enough politicians to campaign against it? I don't know. Time will tell. T today. Today is the 1st of November. The midterm elections are just seven short days away. And the big surprise this cycle is that the invisible hand is using taxpayer-funded, state-sanctioned censorship to tip the scales in broad daylight. And the apathetic masses remain completely unaware. Friends, what do we do? We must think strategically. The very best way uh, to, com to combat this plot is to share tr truthful information in our own circle of influence, our little circle of trust, right? Uh, word of mouth, face-to-face, -face, heart to heart. This is the best way to really communicate. We must talk about what's going on. That's the first step. Seek opportunities to have the conversation, especially ahead of the midterms. You know, talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, talk to your family. Hey, you vote and you realize free speech is on the ballot. If you support any Democrat whatsoever, these ideological demagogues are hell-bent on destroying free speech and controlling what you think. Ask your friends. What do you think about the state using our taxes to silence dissent? How do you feel about weaponized AI being used to censor public debate? Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between disinformation and a dystopian hell? And whatever happened to the First Amendment anyway? You know, friends, conversations like this catalyze action.
when people sense that something's wrong, I think a lot of people sense that something's wrong right now, but when we figure out how to put words to it, then it's, then it's time to up the game. And it's through the conversations that we sharpen our words. We figure out how to express what's wrong with what's going on. Once we've got the words, it's time to up the game. And maybe, maybe you, maybe you write a letter to your state representatives or you write a letter to the local newspaper, if that's your thing. Uh, maybe you gather a group of family and friends together and say, hey, come on over for a barbecue. But the specific purpose is to talk about these issues. Maybe, just maybe, you take the uncomfortable step of sharing the torch report with somebody that you know. You know, the eradication of free speech is not an issue of left versus right. This should be something that's easy to talk about. This shouldn't be a political football. People need to understand that any attack on misinformation is ultimately a, an attack on public debate. Who gets to decide what is and is not misinformation? You know, at its core, this is nothing less than a compulsive urge to control what you can and cannot say, to control what you think. And ultimately, it's a compulsive urge to control the way that you view the world. Friends, if they succeed, they will be able to control what you believe, and that's major. When they control what you believe, they will control your actions. They will control how you behave. They will control how you vote. This is how they will condition you to be a good human. This is how the masses will lose their humanity and become mental slaves. Little more than hackable animals, friends. This is how the global cabal consolidates power. And this is how the commies are taking over the world. <laughs> oh, friends, it goes with out saying that this is a very, very bad thing, but I do believe it would be wise to speak this truth loud and clear and spread it far and wide for as long as we still can. Friends, that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Take the time. Find that little heart. Find the thumbs up. Click the heart. Give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Don't forget you can support this publication for as little as $7 a month by joining the Patriot Club and of course the greatest honor of all is if you share the torch report with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.